Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this beautiful, sunny morning uh, that you've blessed us with. And um, just uh, thank you for the tribe. Thank you for um, guys and gals that are on their way into the office or wherever they're moving around this morning, or if they're listening later, that you would just, uh, that they would just feel your spirit's presence. And uh, again, thank you for Rick and his leadership. I'm excited about today's topic as well. And uh, everything that, uh, Lord, that you want us to learn um, about you through this topic of overcoming challenges and um, how we can love and serve others better. So we love you. Thank you, Rick Meyer. Love Rick and Faye and the boys and his business. I should just bless them, Lord, exceedingly abundantly. Amen. Amen. Rick Meyer, good morning. Good morning, Jerry. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for coming in my car today. You're welcome. Today, we're going to continue the conversation that we started this morning, Jerry, about overcoming challenges. Yes. And so um, I think that we have some good stuff to discuss. I, I think about uh, big challenges that people have. I think about, you know, I heard about this climber who lost some fingers while climbing in the Himalayas and, you know, was apparently going to lose his climbing career because it's really hard to climb without fingers. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and how that's just a, a huge barrier and then but he was able to uh to overcome that challenge and to come back to the climbing world and and create uh and maintain that that same position of of power and authority he had in that community and, and so i think about you know how does someone do that how do we because uh, we're all faced with challenges we're all faced with problems we're all faced with barriers that we need to break through so what does it look like to overcome those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came across recently this idea um, of vision, intention, and means. Mm. And so the kind of the, the gist of it is, is um, in order to overcome a challenge, you have to have vision, vision of yourself uh, on the other side of it. You have to have intention or desire or the heart to overcome. And then you have to have some type of means or method Mm -hmm. to achieve it, to to the practical outworkings of it. Mm -hmm. And this morning, Jerry, you added this uh, idea of a guide of, of someone that helps you through it, that can provide perspective and uh, encouragement and um wisdom through that process and a proven track record of relentlessness yeah which i think we know that guy we do know that guy um and so i think about examples of this and i think there are practical kind of like applications to this idea Mm -hmm. and then there are you know like for example practical one would be um you're Jerry, right? And you are, let's say you're morbidly obese and you have a granddaughter. What's your granddaughter's name? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Welsh. Welsh. Welsh is your granddaughter's name. Sweet Welsh. So, you know, say you're, you're, you're for example, you're morbidly obese and, and you have this vision of Welsh when she certain turns two of running around and, and you know, what she call you? Pop pop. Poppy. Poppy. Saying, hey, Poppy, come, you know, blow bubbles with me. And you're sitting <laughs> in your chair and you can't move because you're morbidly obese. Yes. And so you have this vision of, yes. 
oh crap I, that's not who i want to be this is i'm not it's not the grand that's not the poppy i want to be so yeah. you catch that vision you have great intention and desire for change because you don't want to be that person mm-hmm. and you 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 develop some types of means of planet fitness or mm-hmm. hey i'm gonna run a marathon you know and then you you identify a guide or a health coach or mm-hmm. someone to help you achieve that and get you nutrition and push you through when you hit the wall at mile 26 20 20 that's yeah. a long wall yeah. <laughs> so you know those are the types of things i think is very practical and i think yeah. you get into the less practical challenges and i think about my own life where um several years ago i was uh i had a, a huge work challenge where i was just hitting a wall with uh with my family at work because it's a family business and we just were not seeing eye to eye Mm-hmm. And I had the vision and I had the intention and I had the means I had it laid out because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know anything about me, Jerry. Oh, yeah. I can try to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I'm a reformer. So that's not my problem. My problem is the opposite. And this is where I landed. Mm-hmm. And that is allowing my guide to be the front of and in, in running this challenge as opposed to myself. Mm-hmm. And so I reached a point where none of those things worked. And I just had to stop. I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was just, I was overwhelmed and overcome by this, this obstacle that I was facing. And so I literally, I just, out of exhaustion, I was mm. just, I, I, I usually spend time with God in the morning. And the mornings had pre leading up to this were, were mornings um, spent trying to bring God along on the vision, intention, and means, and methods in which I was trying to mm. achieve. And I finally just let all of it go and said, well, I don't know the answer. I don't know anything now because everything I have tried is not working. But what I do know is that I have a God who cares for me, who is relentlessly pursuing me, who does know the answer, right? I don't know the answer. He knows the answer. And so what I did was I just tried to forget about all of the practical things and just engage in the spiritual side of letting God, my father, heal and restore and encourage me through his word, through prayer, through other people. And so I just rested with that and then just read his word. And I tried to just focus in on him and allow him to uh, to work in and through the situation, mm-hmm. not in a practical way, but in a completely relational way. Mm. And the interesting thing is I feel like it almost reverses that, right? instead of having a vision, intention, and means and methods, and then a guide to achieve it, it was the opposite. It was, I needed to start with, with, with Jesus. I needed to be empowered by the spirit. I needed that to be the first thing. I needed to, to let go of all the practical stuff that I was trying to achieve and just rest in God, allow him to father me, mm-hmm. and then take very slow steps forward. Mm-hmm. And we were able to overcome the obstacles together, but it was, it was that orientation that was different. Um, and so I, so it's, it's interesting. I think the different obstacles, the different challenges that we face and how we might approach those. Um, and I, I read this a couple of days ago and it reminded me, I feel like it added to this conversation. It's, it's by Oswald Chambers. And he says this, we are in the danger of forgetting that we cannot do what God does, mm. right? 
and that God will not do what we can do. We cannot save ourselves nor sanctify ourselves, which I think we would all agree. Mm -hmm. God does that. But God will not give us good habits. He will not give us character. He will not make us walk right. We have to do all that ourselves. We have to work out the salvation that God worked in. Mm. Let me repeat that. That's good. We have to work out the salvation God has worked in. Add means to get into the habit of doing things in the initial stages. It is difficult to take the initiative to have the intention is to make a beginning to instruct yourself in the way you have to go. And so what I loved about that is it's, I think sometimes we can fall into this um, too much. I'm going to say this. I hope I, no one thinks I'm wrong, but I feel like sometimes we can put too much on God and say, well, you know, if God wants this to happen, then mm. he's going to make it happen. Or, you know, and it's just like this, you come into this place of like just mm. jelly and this amorphous, being of like whatever god wants is gonna happen mm -hmm. and then there's the opposite side of the spectrum where it's just like which is where i tend to land is i'm just gonna make stuff happen right and god come on you got to keep up here yeah. we're going this way we're making stuff happen and i think the middle ground is that that deep acknowledgement of what god has done for us right we were once dead in our sins and transgressions we were face down in the water dead not moving not striving we were dead and God saved us, rescued us, breathed life into us, right? That is what happened. And he brought us to shore alive mm -hmm. in him, in his fullness. But he doesn't get us up and put our clothes on and, and get us dressed and mm -hmm. take us to our job and do our work for us. We do that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't make us behave, which I think is another really difficult one where we can, um, we can think that God's going to, to change that and and i feel like he's he's worked in he's given us everything we need for every good work he's given us all power through the through our guide through the holy spirit mm -hmm. to achieve to overcome to do all the things that we need to do he's given us that and, and i'm gonna dare to say i don't think the problem is with god and his lack of of providing for us i feel like the problem is with us mm -hmm. and when we're unable to 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 go places to do things it's not because he hasn't given us everything we need it's because we um are unable to walk in that and to believe it so really i think it comes down to a a place of belief mm. do we believe god's words when he said go into all the nations and baptize in the name of the father son and the holy spirit and i am with you i will go before you i think about moses he's one of my favorite old testament examples right you know moses mm -hmm. His writings are recorded in the Bible, which the first five books are called the Pentateuch. Pentateuch. That was great, Jerry. You're learning. You didn't say Pentagon. So Moses, right, is this, uh, he, where the story where I want to pick up is God comes to him and says, hey, Moses, I want you to lead my people out of slavery. Mm -hmm. And Moses says, thanks, but no thanks. And God says, no, like, really, Moses, I want you to do this. And Moses said, but you know what, God, I just don't have, I don't, I don't feel like a leader. Mm. I don't have the speech. I don't have the words. I says, it's a stutter. Like, mm. I just, I, you know what? I think you should find someone else. Mm -hmm. And God, you can almost feel God's 
frustration rising of like, no, Moses, this is what I'm calling you to do. And fine, I will give you uh, someone to help you um, to kind of be your mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. And finally, through all this conversation and and all these what ifs, hey, God, what if, what if Pharaoh doesn't listen to me? What am I going to do? And then so God's, you know, and he's just all these what ifs, all these, uh, Mm -hmm. all these barriers that Moses is pull, pulling up, obstacles, right? Yeah. All these obstacles that he's pulling out and putting in front of him. Yeah. And God is answering all these obstacles. Yeah. And finally, Moses relents and says, okay, I'll do it. Mm. After much persuasion and, and giving of things. Mm. That's okay. the beginning of, of Moses's relationship with God. He goes through working with Pharaoh and it's a slow growth and process. And in the end, Moses overcomes the challenge because God keeps reminding him, I will be with you. He says, go and I will go before you mm-hmm. go here and I will be with you. My desire is to be your God and, um, and have you all be my people. And so, it, and Moses ends up being the, the most intimate person in scripture. He has the most intimate, I feel like relationship with God other than Jesus mm-hmm. Because he ends up, he ends up interceding, right? Which is a, which is a premonition for Jesus. He ends up interceding for his people on behalf of God. So he's the one coming to God. I'm like, God, please, I know you're pissed. Please don't kill your people. Uh The, everyone's going to think that you brought them out here just to kill them. And that's going to, that's not going to look good. Cause God literally says, I'm going to destroy Israel. And Moses says, please don't do that. I don't think that's a good idea. And God relents from his anger. Uh So he goes from, he just, the, in some ways, you know, he's just completely flipped and empowered because yeah. he's seen God work. He's ha- He's got the guide. He's got God as the guide and he's seen him work over and over and over again and, and show up and, mm-hmm. and go before him and part the Red Sea and, and do miracles. And so, and so the person that, that Moses becomes, and it becomes so intimate that he asks to see his glory mm. at one point in time. And so God says, well, you can't see my face because you'll die, but I will, sh- I will pass in front of you. I will hide you in this cleft of a rock and you will feel me pass by you and you will see me from behind because that's mm-hmm. all you can see. And so it's just beautiful picture of the, of the maturation process of Moses and who you, he can become, the obstacles he, and challenges he overcame because he had God as his guide mm-hmm. and had that vision of he knows what, what God can do and his intention uh, followed through that. Mm, so I think he's good. a great example. It's good. Well, a couple of the notes that I made um, was belief and trust. Like it seems for me that like it's partially to have belief and trust. I don't know if those two coexist, how that all works, but that that resonates with me this morning, Rick. And the other thing is, is we're sitting across from Planet Fitness is that sometimes a trainer, a guide, using Jesus as an example, sometimes the guide will have you work on machines that you don't understand how this is going to help. Like if you're going to run a marathon, why am I on the tri machine? Why, why do you have me working on triceps? And I think obstacles that the Lord allows to be in front of us are to work on muscles many times that we don't understand. I think for me, the Lord puts obstacles in my way, goes with me, as I'm trying to overcome those obstacles to build some strength in areas that I didn't even know I needed mm. for a later date. Yeah. 
So that's where we have belief and trust for me, that belief and trust that some of these obstacles are going to prepare me for something down the road. I'm not sure what. Yeah. So that's a good that, point. I find that encouraging this morning. Good stuff, my friend. Well, being sensitive to time, please pray us into the rest of our Wednesday and we'll breakfast. Do. We'll do. Father, I pray that out of your glorious riches, you may strengthen us with your power through your spirit in our inner being so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. Yes. And Father, I pray that you, that us, that we, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And to know that love that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of you, God. Mm -hmm. And that we know, Father, that you are able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. Mm -hmm according to your power that is at work in us. So Father, we give you glory and we submit ourselves to you and to Jesus and his authority in our lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Good stuff.